Yo, Orlando, guess who's getting hard as a rock? Jay and Silent Bob at the Hard Rock Live on March 16th. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse will regale you with ribald tales so debaucherous, I can't even mention them here. Actually, I just don't know what the fuck they're going to talk about. But prepare your funny boner for some awesome oral. We'll even supply the tissues. Jay and Silent Bob get old at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando on March 16th. Links for tickets for this and all Smodco shows available now at csmod.com. Yo, Detroit, guess who's coming to save the city on April 13th? Nope, not RoboCop. Jay and Silent Bob, motherfuckers. Smotco's icons are taking the stage at the Redford Theater, and you are cordially invited to plant your ass there. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. No trench coats, no hair extensions, but maybe a reference to Don't Stop Believing. Jay and Silent Bob get old. April 13th at the Redford Theater in Detroit. Tickets on sale now, so go get them, Tiger. Oh, wait, sorry. Lions. Links to tickets for all Smodco shows at csmod.com. Biatch. So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. Red State DVD and Blu-ray available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker, smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smerchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogerific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case for $39.99 and protect the precious smodcast.com slash smerchandise yo Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th Edmonton December 9th Calgary December 10th Saskatoon and December 11th Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Mm-hmm. 
Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. Log on. This is Matt Head. With Will Wilkins. And well, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And Trent's Committed is the complete antithesis of the way I'm talking right now. Uh, that is correct. Hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> so glad you joined us, as always, here on Smodcast Internet Radio. Only at Smodcast.com or Hallelujah. on Stitcher or on iTunes or, hell, there's there's a lot of places that that you could find us. But if you're listening live, only at Stitcher or Smodcast. There you go. I'll, yeah, take that for with a grain of salt. What? I don't know. Hey, Trent. I do like salt. I love it. I don't blame you. It's, it's I would I would take salt over sweet any day. Really? Oh yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know because it's usually fattier, and I like I like my 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 sugar to come from fat. Uh, what? Now I'm confused. You said you wanted it's, to take you take salt over sugar over sweet. Because well, yeah, it's 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 all about the food pyramid, and and fats and sugars are in the same. Section. What pyramid is this? The food pyramid. Is the Aztec one, or <laughs> I don't, I don't know this pyramid you speak of. It's, it's, it, you know, I would like to think it's a Mayan. Mine's a Mayan one, just from all the burritos I, I tend to ingest. Is, is the burrito uh, Mayan in nature? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why is this twenty questions? What's happening? Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Uh, you can do it one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Three ways, maybe even five ways. I don't know. Um, it's dirt. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like we're going to accept smoke signals. But uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Uh, you can do that uh, either by throwing a hashtag, which is that number simple, inside of Twitter. Hashtag NetHeads. That'll get our attention. Or you can give us a phone call at 925-BUY-ONE-ELK, uh, mm-hmm. which is at 925 for those of you that care about long distance, though, we also have 866-610-9455. So there you go. We got it all out of the way. Yes. I feel better now. I feel content. Yes. Well, well and, Will, uh, there's something else. Uh, I, it, I don't know if you want to bring it up or not. 
I wasn't but, aware that there was anything un, that we couldn't speak about. Well, because so. here's the thing. We, we don't re- we're a podcast about podcasting, right? We're supposed to be about technology, but we are about podcasting. Um, I, we don't even know what we're about anymore, yeah. actually. Which is, which is fine, but we don't, I, we don't I, like to assign ourselves to any, you know, political party. We're not conformists. No, at not all. at all. Um, but I think maybe, we could tell how if, if someone has something that they're trying to promote or or something that they've got going on that they'd like to tell, you know, the world about, um, we can help them do that. No, we could. We, we haven't fleshed out how yet, though. No, but but it's it's coming. We'll, we would be able to help out with that. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. especially see, here's the thing. And well, actually, this kind of relates to something else I can't talk about. So never mind. But but yeah, you know, eventually, you know, if there were a product or, or thing you wanted mentioned. Right. We could do that for you. We could do it by uh, reading it live here on the air or mm-hmm. recording it for you. And then the nice thing is it lives on in perpetuity here in the podcast. That's I don't even know what that word means. I don't think I do either, and I don't think I use it right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's you, But you used it with confidence, and that's what's important. Yes, that's because that's what I always do. I always <laughs> use a word with confidence, even though I've got it hopelessly wrong. <laughs> because there's just no other way to live, really. Um, anyway, I don't know about you, Trent. I, I uh, had yet another uh, failed um, suicide attempt this year, or as I also call it, hanging lights on the Christmas or Christmas lights on the house. Oh, really? Well, because well, I've mean, got a bad running history with ladders. I guess is one way to put it. Okay. So, well, well, I, I'm just saying. Do you use like? You've got to go through and clean out your your rain gutters, don't you? Before it's well, never mind. It doesn't snow there. No, we don't get snow. Oh, uh uh-uh. We do not have snow, so we don't need to worry about that kind of thing. So no, I don't have to clean out my rain gutters, but I do have to attach my lights to my rain gutters because I don't have you know a wood awning or a wood wood underneath the gutters, if you will. Right. Hold on. What is Calvin says for a podcast about podgassing? Netheads discusses or even mentions other podcasts surprisingly little. Well, what are we? Yeah, we're, no, we're talking about the finer art of podcasting. We're yeah, not, the... we're not gonna be like, oh my gosh, did you check out the Nerdist this week? Oh my gosh, geek guy and a gal was just awesome this week. Yeah. Oh lord. Um. Oh god. What is the one with uh passive J oh, the... and, and uh, Ruth? Um. The really that really good one. Um. That that had Marty. like a string of like six episodes. Uh. Straight view out of the closet. Straight... Com. Yeah, that's another great one, man. Woo! That was a humdinger. <laughs> um. No, we don't talk about other podcasts. Um, well, I mean, we could, but we, that's not our forte. Yeah, exactly. Uh, why would I? I want you to listen to us. I don't even know what's going on right now. Um, <laughs> and Router Ninja says, well, not only is it a podcast about podcasting, but it's about lemonade, peach trees, and elks. Yes. And, uh, I think elk is the plural, but whatever. And Von Cleef also likes to remind us, too, you don't deserve Christmas if you don't have snow. Well... Oh, it's 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 three hours away, so I'll do that. But anyway, so I don't have a wood to tack the lights down to. I used to I have to use the uh, they're called gutter clips. I don't know if you're familiar with these things. Mm-mm. They are these uh, origami pieces of plastic. I call them that because they can Wait, be used. <laughs> they can be used to hold like any different type of light and any. Conf- so it, it holds mini lights, big bulb lights. And, you know, it can slide under your shingles. It can clip clip onto your gutter it does all these things it's like the ginsu knife of uh, of 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 light clips what you just described to me sounds like something to help vd oh by the way it's night and day with ruth and jay thank you americo 76 
Ah, now I feel better. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. I blanked on another one I should be saying. Um, podcast, that is. Right. Swimming pools, movie stars. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, so I have to use gutter <laughs> clips. And, uh, it's a Beverly Hills, a Beverly Hillbillies reference. Never mind. Uh, so uh, I, I use the gutter clips and, uh, usually what I will do is what I do in all aspects, which is really the bare minimum, right? Right. So for every, say, five or six lights, there's a gutter clip to hold the string up. Okay. Okay. But with these gutter clips, what you could do, if you were feeling adventurous, <laughs> you could use the gutter clip. You can like bend one part over. So instead of holding the big bulb, it acts like, well, for lack of a better term, folks, kind of like an alligator clip, if you know what I'm saying. Huh? Yeah. I know sure. you do. You're yeah. listening to Smodcast, so well, like, you know what like, I'm talking like about. A, a really small metal uh, clothespin. Yeah. I don't know. You know, <laughs> something that might like clip a roach. I don't know. Anyway. But- so like, it'll, like a bug? Yeah, like, like a, a clothespin. Like, like a cockroach? Yeah, there you go. A clothespin is a good analogy, though. So you can do that, and then it can just hold even the mini light bulbs, right? Which would be great if you're sliding it under shingles, because then it would hold the bulb straight up. So this year, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do the bare minimum. No, I'm going to go the, the full deal. Now, mind you, I have uh, the strings of lights I use. There's 300 lights per string. And even though you've got some, like, twists and turns you're going to be making... That means right. there's like last night I used 225 gutter clips. Holy shit. Each one holding each light, which is no more than oh, I'm guessing so... about three inches apart. So okay, I've got okay. these amazingly beautiful looking straight lines of lights. <laughs> and it, it's just astounding. But I have the two stories. And, you know, as I've said, right. I have a bad running history with ladders. So up until this point, I've only really been brave enough to try and do the first uh, story of gutters today i was going to go up and i was going to do the second story of gutters i was going to i was going to do a method i've seen others use and you know all my neighbors are still alive so i trust this method is safe which is is, is it the the clark griswold method it's the well no not that's still getting (laughs) way up on a ladder no it's the uh, it's the belly crawl i like to call it where you oh sure you're on your belly down to the gutter so that the, you know, the vast majority of you is, is on the angle facing down. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're able to attach everything and not. It's like risk, a yoga position. Yeah, but not risk falling forward. Right. So well, I was going to do that. But guess what? I, I was once again about set, probably, I'm going to guess 75 gutter clip shy. The kay. whole area between yesterday and today sold out. Because, you know, we California of the 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 gutter gutter clips, clips, man. I went to Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, even my grocery store. No gutter clips. Before this conversation, I didn't even know they existed. I don't I don't see how they could have sold out. Well, we live in California. And as you said, our gutters don't get anything in them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you don't have to have a lot of support underneath them. Right. And, you know, you don't want to have to deal with the pain and hassle of the old uh, staple gun. Or nails, right. any of those things. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people use the gutter clips. Even my brother-in-law uses the gutter clips. So, mm. I mean, I don't know why I'm exclu- uh, you know, making him a, an example here, but I am. Uh, but well, I- he uses them too. So, yeah. And, but the whole reason why is because Thanksgiving, the weather was shit. This weekend, right. the weather outside is, uh, delightful, not frightful. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just like there's been a run on gutter clips, man. 
Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Cause you're right here. It, it, it's, it's a totally different, like everyone's got their rain gutters fastened to this massive chunk of framing. Um, and so everyone just pulls out the staple gun and puts them down. In fact, I, I had friends who put themselves through college running businesses where they would just buy a shitload of, uh, Christmas lights. Uh huh. And then they would go out and, uh, you know, contract with people to put up the lights however you wanted it and then take them down at the end of the year. And you never had to own the lights or anything like that. They, you just paid for, you know, putting them up and taking them down. Wow. That's yeah. so, so that surprises me that that no one's picked up on that done, uh, you know, cause that sounds, sounds a little more exhaustive on your end. Well, actually, there are plenty of signs around for people that, that will come and do light displays. So ah, okay. I'm assuming these are the same folk. I just sure it should be, you know. But I don't want to call them, and you know, I don't, well, first of all, I don't know the protocols. So it's like, right. well, do I have to have my own lights, or do they have their own displays? You know, like you mentioned, do they have all their own gear, and they just they roll up, hang them, and you like, and where do I plug it in? And boom, you're ready to go. <laughs> or do I have to have my own lights and my own gutter clips, and then they'll do it? You know, I don't know what the protocol is, and plus. You know, what happens if they claim that they're insured, but then they fall off my roof and break their neck and they're still alive, paraplegic? My homeowners is on the line for this, man. And you've, and you, what, you've got to do the humane thing and just go stuff, snuff them out. Kill them, man. I found them that way. I heard a noise came out. By the time I got out, he was gone. And this pillow was already on his face. It was the weirdest damn thing. I know. I don't know why my skin is under his uh, fingernails. And yeah, that is a scratch (laughs) on my arm. But I swear this is how I found him. You could go Dexter and just, you know, cut him apart, bury him in the backyard. Wow. You're, that's not really close deep. Enough, you're not close enough to the ocean to dump him. No, I'm not. And, you know, then I'd have to come up for a reason to suddenly be putting up a gazebo. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. We'll, we'll get to that. Get to I'm, what? I'm hope, I'm hope. Did, have you been watching American Horror Story? No, I haven't. I told you. I need oh, to get caught up on that my one. Oh, God. Because you, you just reference a, a intricate part of, uh, of what's been going on there, and you need to jump on that. Oh, okay, man. So anyway, oh. uh, getting back to the uh, finer points of life. So I've been hanging lights, um, and, and what we do have now is uh, – what do we have? We've got – so we've got the, the lights. We've got these snowflake lights, and we've got these wonderful green um, rechargeable candy cane lamps – that you they're know, just in the yard. Yeah, they're solar, and so they're lying in the driveway, oh, cool. and uh-huh. and then my wife calls them the swirly trees. They're those uh, light trees that you know just kind of wrap down around. It's a spiral going to the ground of lights, right? That mm-hmm. is in the shape of a tree with little stars on top, three different sizes. So that's what we got going on. So my question for you, Trent, as okay. a single man, yeah, and a homeowner. And you right. have your, your wonderful tenants downstairs. Uh-huh. At least that's what you like to call your captives. I don't know why. <laughs> um, do you, uh, do you, do you put up lights? What do you do, Trent? Cause you uh, do, you do, as you said, you live in snow country. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're, we're balls deep in the snow right now. Um, that sounds I'm... really uncomfortable. <laughs> Might I recommend undergarments and perhaps some snow gear? I'm just saying. <laughs> Technically speaking, though, you really could be balls deep in snow, just like, well, yeah. I walked out in my yard, hadn't the, shoveled in a, yet. And, exactly. In a vertical position. You know, we well, today we're knee deep. The next day, another foot Ball. fell. Now we're balls deep. Balls deep. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And, it's, sure and that's deep. not even dirty. You're just talking. No, about, I mean, maybe I mean, technically you should have said your testicles deep. <laughs> that way you're yeah, a little bit. I'm testes deep. Yeah, I'm testes deep You're just snow. being clean. 
you know, you're being, you're giving a, 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 a both a biological and geographical reference to the length of the snow. Now, mind you, that's a lot. Di- if it were Vern Troy, right? Imagine he's always balls deep in snow. Yeah, because well, you know, y- you know, yeah. <laughs> or uh, or what is it, Warwick Davis? Him uh-huh. too, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, there has to be some kind of. So maybe I would recommend this isn't very good uh, descriptive term. I'm just saying. But, yeah, but getting back to the to the topic at hand, do uh, you have lights? The the uh, oh, it, two things, um, or it's there's only six inches. Well, <laughs> who am I kidding? Like three and a half inches of snow. So it, we've got both ends of the spectrum of what it could be, either really deep or hardly just a skip of snow. Um, but no, will uh, my house is old enough that I don't have any exterior uh, outlets for lights. That is a wonderful excuse. <laughs> and, do you have a, do you have a uh, as my uh, my brother-in-law from New Zealand would say, do you have a garage? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Are there yes. any outlets in the garage? Uh yeah, yeah, there uh, Any way to get an extension cord from within the garage where the uh, outlets are to uh, the outside of the building? Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, yes. Okay, so again, do you have any lights on your house? I have a wreath hanging on my door. Well, at least you got something. Does it at least and, have a red bow? Uh, nope. Okay. Is it, I mean, no. is it really a wreath or is it just some branches you trimmed <laughs> off or that came down with the last snow? It's it's a plastic wreath uh, that's, <laughs> that's been up. It's a plastic. Oh, that's just. The, the joke is it's a yearly ornament. It, it stays up year round. I don't ever take it down. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's just embarrassingly lazy. <laughs> so, so you're telling the wreath is always up. That's it. <laughs> well, now here's what you do to really make it a joke is just like, okay, so, you know, Halloween comes around and suddenly it gets an orange bow. And then exactly. for Thanksgiving, it gets like, I don't know. Well, I guess an orange bow again. Never mind. <laughs> Christmas, it gets a red one. You can pull it's the red, red one, one down. And then when it's Valentine's Day, put the red one back on. But you, <laughs> so you don't even take it. Really? That no, I, I don't. No. Why, why would I? Well, at I, least that's not as bad as the people that leave their Christmas lights up year-round. Those oh, are the ones that just irk the shit out of me. Well, and, and, and if, if you leave them up, that's fine. Just don't plug them in. No, you know what definitely I mean? not. Or don't hang up the... the. You, you remember when the icicle uh, lights were so popular? Remember, hell, sir, I'm still living it. <laughs> They're all around me. That's specifically the reason why I don't have them. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you. Down the four do- four doors down from me, right? Okay. Because I've already seen in down. the in the Twitter stream, by the way, if you want to hashtag netheads, uh take part in the program. Like many people, I see that uh you know, there's already been reference to me pulling a, a Clark W. Griswold on the outside. Right. My neighbor down the street loves the inflatables. You know what I mean? Now I don't mean like he's a furry, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, well, uh my inflatables I usually just uh keep Keep in the closet. Yes, but just remember um, to properly clean them when you're done. No, I'm talking about these uh, these yard decorations you may see that use air to puff yes. up. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. some of them are even actually animated, which just amazes me. They use really? uh, they use a blower. So basically, somebody thought, "Hey, let's take this parachute, stick a leaf blower up its ass." Oh, look, it's a decoration. <laughs> That's the concept. But yeah, some of them, I don't. I guess there must be a certain amount of air that is like able to leak out, so that way they can animate it too. You know. Because uh-huh. so much pressure builds up, then it leaks out and it falls back down, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, but you know, so they so they make uh, you know 
decorations. Uh, for a while there, the really big ones were the snow globes. It was a gigantic snow globe and the leaf blower attached. It's not really oh, a leaf yeah, blower, by yeah. the way. Yeah, Okay, it's, I have seen those. Uh-huh. You know, it's an air compressor. It's not really right. a, a leaf blower. I, I jest. But, you know, down the street, this, my one neighbor has about 10 of them. It sounds like there's an army of dustbusters on the, on the move to attack. <laughs> But I mean, he's, over. for Halloween, he had a bunch of them, a gigantic tarantula, a witch, this, for, and he's got them for Christmas too, man. There, I kid you not, at least a dozen of these things, and the minimum size on one of them, uh, on the smallest one, is like four foot by five feet. Oh my gosh. By probably maybe like three feet deep. I mean, these things are huge, and he's, his whole yard is just Yeah, filled. I was say, he's got to have a pretty massive yard then. Yes, he does, and they're just, oh, he goes to town. I, my favorite part, though, is just going out at night and like, what is that noise? Oh, because <laughs> really, it's like the dustbusters are coming to get me. But no, <laughs> it's yard man. <laughs> and but my whole point about uh, flopping to those when the when the high school lights first came out, I got them. I thought they were neat. Then sure. everybody had them. I got rid of them. I'm yep. definitely not what you would call a hipster. Sure. I guess. I don't know. I, I'm still confused about this hipster thing. I actually, I guess, if I were a hipster. Then I would have like the big bulbs from the seventies up on yes, my house. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what you would have. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't. I have mini lights in a straight line. I told you it's unnerving, but very beautiful at the same time. <laughs> but I, you know, but when the I, I'm not a trendsetter, or maybe right. I'm a trendsetter. I'm not a trend follower. Yeah, that's it. Will the trendsetter? Humble brag. Um, <laughs> I. I had the, the high school lights when everybody had them. Sli- everyone's lining up to make their own TARDIS for yeah. their Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, that's just for the nerd tree, though. That's not the family tree. Oh, you can't right. have the okay. TARDIS on the family sure. tree. Sure. Wow. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, didn't get to work on it this weekend, but next weekend is going to be – that's going to be TARDIS dude, weekend. Dude, we're we're almost 20 days away. I don't care. I will have it done next weekend. It's going to be one day one day of cutting and painting. And it's gonna, it's not gonna be a big project. I'm told you, I'm making it out of balsa wood. Oh yeah, cause the ring wasn't a big project at all. The longest delay I'm gonna have is waiting on paint and drying. And yes, I will sit there and watch it. But anyway, <laughs> so the icicle lights had them, loved them, everybody started to get them, I got rid of them. Okay. Actually, at that point then I switched to some white and blue ones. Somebody informed me, are you Jewish? I said no, I took down the white and blue ones. <laughs> I didn't know I was sending a message with my lights. I just thought the white and blue was aesthetically pleasing. That's all. So got rid of the icicle lights, and then I went with the straight mini light bulbs. Just straight mini light. I did want to go old school with the big ones, but then my sure. wife told me she doesn't like the large bulb lights. And really, I don't put the lights out for me. This is my wife's season. Sure. I like my wife happy. Yeah. Actually, well, and, and the whole they- thing. Uh, so you can't, you can't wrap those big ones up. They'll break. Yeah, exactly. Even though, so like the uh, man, the LED movement is huge, my friend. LED Christmas lights. Really? Here, here in California, you have a half section of traditional bulbs and a half section of LED bulbs on the same strand, or just no, houses? no, 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 no. I'm just saying in the store when you go shopping. Oh, right, 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 right. Let me dial it back a little bit though before we get into this LED thing, because hey, that's technology, <laughs> light emitting diode, folks. Yeah, we're a tech podcast. We're talking LED Christmas lights. Uh, (laughs) 866-610-9455 if you want to call us and tell us about your Christmas lights or hashtag netheads in the Twitter feed. Um, So the whole blow up thing, you know, it used to be that the big thing to have was the 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 snow globe, like I mentioned. And we did. We got one the first year and it was it. Look, I'm going to be honest. I ordered it from QVC because it was one of the few ones that had the five up five characters on the inside. It had a snowman family and a building behind him. It was a beautiful work of art. (laughs) 
and I didn't have to go anywhere. They sent it to me, and I was on Easy Pay, three Easy Payments. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of you oh, may be nice. mocking me for saying QVC, but others are going, "Whoa, Easy Pay, nice man." Yeah, nice. well, yeah, that's that's what would sell me on it. There you go. So anyway, um, so we had that. We had it for a few years, then everybody had them, and thankfully at that time, mine also got a hole in it. So I good, good. Bye, Snow Family. Right. Yeah. Welcome to Yardfill Land. I mean, landfill land, whatever. Um, so I'm not a real, I don't really like following trends, but you know, I'm never going to have those big animatronic, uh, LED or, uh, have you seen these? They're like light topiary yard decorations. Are, have we seriously spent 20 minutes, 30 minutes on yard decorations? What? And the topiary. Okay. It oh. traditionally, it is a wire frame that oh, they yep, I know grow exactly a bush about. on to trim it yep. to a certain shape. Yep. Like if you go to Disneyland and they have the bushes that are all the animal characters, that's what those mm-hmm. are. I may yep. be saying the wrong word. I really don't care. I've already had an entire thing of alcohol. I'm good. <laughs> if you guys can't follow along, hashtag deadheads, let me know. I might actually take the time to read it. Um, <laughs> by the way, I want everybody to know Trent is a really big – I know he interacts while we're doing the show. And I got to tell you guys that sitting here, you know, I've got to – I gotta make sure Trent's still connected. I gotta watch the phone lines, make sure the recording is still going, make sure we're still going on the server. I got f- five, what, five monitors going at once right now? Yeah. At least. So I'm tracking a lot of things, and that's why I don't do a lot of interaction <laughs> on the Twitter stream while the show's going on, but one of my favorite things to do, just so you all know, you know, your words are, your, your letters being typed aren't going to waste. One of my favorite things after the show is done is to go back and read the way you guys mock me on the Twitter feed. It's wonderful. So please, <laughs> I just want, funny. I just want, I just want everyone to know. I appreciate it and I love you all. Um, but you know, that's the, I'm not being, I'm not like the snobbish dick of the pair here. I, 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 I do read them. Dick of the pair. Yeah. You're not a dick, Will. Venator 2000 says, Will does QVC shocked. I tell you, shocked. I, <laughs> hey man, I oh. had, I had me one of them QVC accounts for a while. Spe- speaking of, uh, interaction. Um, Stu62, he's, uh, listening, tweeting along right now. He turned 30 today. Happy birthday, man. What? He's spending, How he's old spending is he? it with us. Stu62, he turned 30 today. Turned 30 and he's spending 30. it with us? That, yeah, that's freaking awesome, man. Uh, Stu62, I'm both happy and sad for you, man. <laughs> now, to make it even better, he should be playing the drinking game. Yes, he should. I am. <laughs> I've made up a new game. It's every time Trent talks, I drink. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. So, LEDs, light-emitting diodes, you know, they save energy. I actually had to buy a tiny string of mini lights to light up the uh, all the, you know, uh, Star Trek ornaments I have that also do voices oh, right. and that stuff because, like I mentioned last week, the LEDs, they use a lot less electricity, like 75% to 80% less electricity yeah, than saying, standard yeah. lights. So they won't power my, my Star Trek ornaments. Um <laughs> But, you know, I mean, when you think about how much money you spend on these Christmas lights, if you have a considerable display, you know, saving 80% of the electricity or only using 20% compared to what you're used to using right. is pretty good. And yeah. I really wanted to get them. But I got to tell you something, man. It's just uh, they look unnerving and unnatural. How so? When they're up on your house because it's just a different kind of light. You know the way your uh, your PlayStation 2 had that bright blue light if you forgot to turn it off and it would annoy oh, you? Oh, uh-huh. Same kind of thing. It's just not a natural-looking kind of light. 
Because there's not, it doesn't have that same little metal coil electrified. It's just not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that in the Twitter stream. A part of him says on the next NetHeads, we have an online intervention for Will. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Look at that. Router Ninja brings up, oh, yes, there will be at least one high-octane eggnog NetHeads drink along this holiday season. I'm all for that, man. I've Mm -hmm. never, although I have had the nog, I've never had the alkanog. Um, And so I've been told Southern Comfort makes, you get the, yeah, get it. They they, they make the mix for for the drink, and then you get it, and you forget things. I'm I'm okay with that <laughs> because every good podcast on the God's green earth has had a drinking show <laughs> where both hosts just get shitty and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, and we just we just see what happens. That'll be There's a special no pre-record we do on Saturday, so that way we can still go to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah, or over Christmas break. There you go. What's Christmas break? I was say I work for a university, so I get a full week off. Yeah, well, I always take. It used to be two, uh, I used to always take the last two weeks of the year off, but okay. past couple of years it hasn't worked out that way. So mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, I'll go to work on what is it, the 22nd or the 23rd, 22nd, uh-huh. and I won't go back until the new year. Oh gosh, that's great. That's the only way to live, my friend. And plus, yeah. the beautiful part is with the, uh, way the holidays fall, you know, we get, uh, the 24th and the 25th off. So I'm only having to take three days off to essentially not go to work for a week and a half, practically. Right. So I'm God. all for that. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's just being smart, saving up. I work with people that lose days mm-hmm. every year, and just it drives me nuts. I want to shake them like a like a naughty child. Oh, look at this! You are Fengar is is um speaking of being a naughty child. He is uh, he is coming down on you. He is saying Southern Comfort, no, dude, no. Brandy. Really? Nog needs uh, well, brandy, yeah. no other alcohol. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> and Link669 says, welcome to Drunkheads. My name is Will. <laughs> I've, I've, I think, have I coined a new term here in my, in my silliness? Cause, uh, so far many people have mentioned in the Twitter stream about Alkanog. I, I, I I don't know. Yeah, Stu Six says had the Alkanog for the first time last year. Very nice. I'm in for the drink along. <laughs> hey, there we go. And Von Cleef brings up to pre-record Saturday. Play it on Sunday in Twitter commentary live, which would be just oh. a lot of me tweeting. Wait, I said what? No, it'll be me tweeting. Oh, stop tweeting so loudly, everyone. <laughs> It hurts. Uh, that'd be beautiful. Anyway, uh, so following up on other topics from last week, the Muppets saw it today. Oh, yeah, it's great, isn't it, man? Oh, you saw it too? I did too, yeah. Oh, see, now I gotta say, uh, what I've been getting as feedback from the parental community sure. is that it's a, it, the Muppets is made as a nostalgia film for us and nap time for our kids. Oh, really? Mine made it through the whole movie. She admitted it wasn't the most engaging, but it, it did pass the test. She did not say, Daddy, when will this be over? Okay. So that does pass the test. It was able to hold her attention enough to where she wasn't ready to go. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. It was funny. I mean, the cameos, I started laughing when I just saw who the people were without, you know, even needing a punchline. But I did feel like it was dragging on a little bit. They could have, they could have, uh, tightened it up done, a bit. They could have done the montage of uh, the the Blues Brothers pull everyone together montage a little bit quicker. Just a little bit. There, I yeah. mean, there were little parts that I don't know. I, I think it needed to have a little bit more movie before it just hit me over the head with being a musical too. 
Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like we went straight from intro into a song. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Buy me a drink first there, buddy. Come on. He's <laughs> Warm up. me up. Warm, hold my hand at least. But it was, it was a good, it was a, it was obviously a movie that was made as a love letter to the Muppets. So right. I get that. And, you know, I admit too, I welled up as a uh, rainbow connection was being sung. Oh gosh. Yeah. That, oh, I, I'm, I'm getting goose flesh just thinking about it, man. Yeah. That was, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Oh, I just, and here's the thing. Uh, I remember being in third grade and the song that we had to sing for like whatever talent show thingy they made us do, you know, like the winter performance or whatever the hell it was. Because for some reason at the elementary school grade level, they feel it's necessary to make the children perform for us. They made my kid do it like two years in a row now. (laughs) It's, you know, they just, it's like for the end of the semester, suddenly they're doing something. They're having a pageant or whatever. And I remember having to sing Rainbow Connection. And then, you know, here it is uh, being sung on film again. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah. But every time I get, I well up during movies or anything, you know, I've got a kid, so I'm, I'm way more emotional than I used to be. But <laughs> right. also, you know why we cry, right, Trent? Uh, when we're our happy. Ovaries are getting too big? No, no, when we're happy. I, I'm, I'm talking oh, about the real right. reason. Do you know the real reason? I don't know the real reason, no. I read an article. I don't know if the article was true or whether I just made it up in my head. I don't know which. <laughs> But the idea is it's a psychological thing. We're, we cry when we're happy because we're actually sad because of the loss of innocence. We're remembering a happier, more innocent time. And so we're crying because we're sad about that while we're enjoying this moment. I know it seems messed up, but it, that's what they say. So every time I, I well up now, I'm always reminded about that. And then I get all emo. <laughs> now the you other start, you start the, cutting yourself pretty much it's like, <laughs> i'm doing it just to feel um but but i also get self-conscious too because you know my wife is even known as she's like why are you so weepy now what is with you <laughs> she's like your body hasn't gone through any change yeah what's with you but uh and so every time we're crying I, like i start to cry in the theater too uh, you know i got a problem because now i'm crying thankfully by the way if you go see a kid's movie on a sunday at 11 o'clock on the second week, not a lot of people there. No one's there. Yep, exactly. It was great. It was like almost like a private screening. Um, yeah. And we, like I've said before, we always sit in the back. So there I am like wiping my eye away and I'm just hoping my wife's not looking. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> um, oh, hey, uh, can I can I can I talk about something? Can I? Uh, I believe I? I believe if you listen to the intro, it says with Will Dad? Wilkins and Dad? Trent Hunsaker. Dad, can I? Uh, so, uh, oh shit! Here's a name that I'm gonna have to spell out on air. Nettie Award. That okay? Nettie Award. Um, he said, "It seems my eight year old has shown interest in comics. Uh, what do you think would be a good starting comic book for wow, an eight year old? That's rough. It's a hard one, right?" For an eight-year-old? See, for, mm-hmm. for an eight-year-old, there's always in any comic book shop, there's always that section where the they have, stack. yeah, where they have like, you know, the, you know, the, like the little Avengers and, and stuff yep. like that. And, and, you know, that's, cause really, I gotta tell you, there's a lot of adult stuff in some of these comics now. Yes. I mean, it's like, I, I wouldn't, I totally agree, man. I would, I would never ever give my kid like any of the current storylines in the Amazing Spider-Man, for example. Right. You know, because yep. I mean, like it, over Spider Island, it, like everybody wakes up and they're naked and, yep. and you know, like you had Mary Jane Watson straddling us? the wall for gosh sakes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of things in there. So, I mean, at that age, that's a rough one. Because at least until they're teens, you got to find – like if you were, if it weren't a book you were comfortable letting your kid read, it shouldn't be a comic book you're comfortable letting your kid read. Exactly. Yep. And 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 then when you're reading those other things, it's not like you're really getting the main experience. Yeah. You know, you're not mm-hmm. – so uh, that's a rough one. Uh, personally, um, my, I think that age is a little too young. No, I don't. I, I was reading comics before that. But what were you reading? Uh, whatever I could get my hands on, <laughs> which just explains maybe why I am <laughs> the way you <laughs> the way, are, the way I'm laughing at you uh, crying during uh, <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> um, you know, I've actually I've read uh, Marvel. They're kind of they're all they call all ages. It's for kids. Um, uh, titles are the Marvel Adventure series, mm-hmm. and they have and they go down to like you know all the individual characters that we all know and love. And I think the, the Spider Man is probably the best one of, of those that I've read. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. And and you can pick I like you can get a. Oh, I remember. Here's something else that I absolutely loved. Uh, I had an aunt for Christmas one year. She got me a subscription to comic book, and every year she just gave me a different title that would just come in in the mail. And you can pick up uh, a year subscription, I think, uh, so, you know, 12, 12 issues for like 25 bucks, I think, mm-hmm. um, for the, for these kids' comics. So that's what I would do. I would just get on, uh, get online and kind of look around. But, oh, a- another one I thought of, you, you read, uh, First Class, right? No. What's the, that? The X, X-Men First Class? No. Um, I think that one might be good too, to be honest. The, that, that series. Like God, it's so hard to think about it though in in terms of what an eight year old would would comprehend. Mm-hmm. How, how old's your daughter? She's eight. And and you wouldn't see her reading comics? No, I mean not unless it was like some of the Disney ones, which are more like Japanese storylines yeah. that have been translated into English. Yeah. So they so they aren't quite as good, but I mean that those kind of things. Yeah, well, and, and you bring up yeah, that's true. There's uh Boom Studios. They do a lot of uh like Darkwing Duck and DuckTales yeah. and Chippendale Rescue Rangers stuff like that. So that's I mean that's an avenue if that's what they're into as well. Mm-hmm. Um Axe Oh, Axe Cop. No. H- have you read Have you read Axe Cop? Oh, actually wait a minute. <laughs> That really could be one because that is a yes. that is a little kid telling stories and his brother was drawing them, right? Exactly. Yeah. So so the, the yeah the kid's like nine, I think nine or eight, maybe even know. seven. I'm sorry, yeah. I just got derailed by Z Digital Thirteen who says Will isn't actually listening as Trent is talking. He's waiting to interrupt and take the show back. That's just not kind. It's true, but not kind to say in public. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, Axe Cop actually you told me about. So the, the kid tells the stories and his older yeah. brother draws the comic. Yeah, Axe Cop. Um, start him out on Axe Cop because that's, I mean, that's, that's his demographic right there. There you are. The core that's audience. This was written for you, my friend. <laughs> that is, that, uh, that is one of those ideas where you're just like, oh, why didn't I come up with that? Oh that's my God. Good. I know. I know. That is uh, so good. Yeah. Uh. Cause it's not every day you get a robot Tyrannosaurus Rex in a story. You know, no, that has a uh, gap, uh, you know, like mini machine guns on each arm. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Hell, I'm in. Bring it on. I'm just waiting for the movie. Yeah, that'd be great. No, I think that one would be fitting for liquid television. Hey, by the way, have you been watching any of the new Beavis and Butthead cartoons? 
I haven't yet. No, I've got them DVR'd, but I haven't watched. Any I of recorded them. the first three weeks. Don't ask me why I forgot to set up a season pass, and I haven't like caught up on it. But the ones I saw, it was really interesting. The only thing that I felt was unnerving, and you'll see what I'm see- saying when you uh, watch them, is that the uh, the segments that are new, so the new stories and the new animations, you can tell the animation is new. But at least in the first three that I saw, when they're sitting there and they're making, they're doing the commentary portion. Used to be uh-huh. they did it to music videos. Now it's mostly to like, you know, sixteen and pregnant or, or Jersey Licious oh, or these shows. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. The animation that they used during those segments, it looked like it was from the first run of the series. Oh, okay. Which is kind of unnerving when you're watching it in high def because those <laughs> those things weren't drawn high def. It's like squiggling all over the place. Yeah. A little bit. Well, and it's it's even raw. I mean, it, I almost feel like there's tiling going on and stuff. Uh, but it's still, I, the stories they came back with, pretty good. So uh, can't wait for you to watch those and, and get that out of the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, oh, I, well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I hope um, that this just isn't completely lost on, on the demographic that normally watches MTV. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Um, yeah, because, boy, there's a lot of shit on there. A lot of shit on there. What do you mean? Well, uh, I, okay, so I, I went over to a friend's house and we did a, a waffle breakfast on, well, they woke me up at about one, so it was like a waffle afternoon breakfast um, <laughs> on Saturday. Well, if it's before two, it's called brunch, right? <laughs> okay, so we had a waffle brunch. There you are. And, and by the time I made it over there, they were watching um, Made, you know, where it's so-and-so wants to be something and they're going to be on TV about it. And it just they these kids are given these awesome opportunities to have you know you know be a rap star be whatever they want and the kids put no effort into it and they're just whiny bitches the whole time just it's like if that's if that's the true demographic if that's what kids are like now god help us uh-huh god help us well speaking of demographics the adam wells wants to know are will and trent fans of tim and eric on adult swim just curious oh yes you know I, I love talking to you, Trent. You're a great guy, but the way you <laughs> affirm things sometimes just makes me wonder if you're a parody of yourself. <laughs> I mean, it could be like somebody says, Tim and Eric, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I mean, God, I love those guys. I can't sit down without, without laughing a testicle up through my throat when I watch that show. That's one way to deliver it. Instead, or- you sound more like you just passed a kidney stone. I mean, come on, dude. Work with me here. <laughs> Try and sound like a professional broadcaster just a little bit. For like 80% of the show, it's all I'm asking. <laughs> My mind hurts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I did. I saw, what, one episode of it? You're like, you got to yeah. see this. You got to see this. So I did watch it. And I'm like, wow, this is great. But I just, you know, matter of catching it. Me, I... I just I sit back wondering if I have missed the return of the Venture Brothers yet or not. And I've been watching for it too. I haven't seen it. Yeah, like where's my Venture Brothers? I need my new Venture Brothers. Damn it! Uh, but I, I've I got think, my I DVR think, sets recorded. I just never came in. I may be mistaken, but I think they actually got picked up for a. I think they got a double season pickup. Oh, so they'll do a later. I think they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're gonna be like jamming through a bunch of stuff. And like, I don't know though. What do I know? Somebody tell mm. me something. Give me some Venture Brothers news. I need to know what's going on. Yeah. Somebody go on that public nuisance blog and tell me. 
from Jackson um, Public. You know, along along with uh, Tim and Eric, though, they they were the ones that spawned uh, uh, Doctor Stephen Brule. Check it out, which was John C. Riley, and oh my gosh! And I don't know if if we'll ever get a second season of that as well, but that's that's one thing that stayed on my DVR for going on two years now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Like Adult Swim, the thing I love about them, it just seems like some people come to them with just crazy ideas, and they're like, "Yeah, go with it." And then the problem yeah. is, like, people will come on and they'll do these great things, and then, like, they go on to other projects, and so then you get these little bubbles of greatness that then just pop and never return. Right, yeah, they just, yeah, everyone gets busy, can't get back to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go, good. Calvin tells me season five starts early next year, I think. I can live with that. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, man, I love me, I love me them Venture Brothers. That is just a, that is a smart, smart written show. Them's is smart folk. They write the kind of entertainment I want to watch. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I mean, they just, they, some of the things they drop in, I mean, and any show that entertains me, but then makes me go back and do Wikipedia searches on historical figures, that's a, that's entertainment, my friend. Well, and, and I, I love something that, that challenges me to like get the joke. So I've got to have like my laptop there while I'm watching it so I can look someone up. Yeah. And then start laughing about it. What is a lapidopterist? I don't know. Let's look that up. Is it really Let's a butterfly connector? Out. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That that's a show I'm waiting for. But speaking of shows, Trent. Holy are, 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 are we are we are we, are we going there? Sam Crow, baby. Oh man. They did exact I said it on the show last week. I yep. and I it, Oh, it looks like Clay is dead. I'm like, he ain't dead. He yep. ain't dead. It's going to come back. He ain't going to be dead. Now, a lot of people, I, I I looked at a lot of online reactions, and a lot of people were kind of, in some ways, disappointed with this part one of the season finale because they're like, it, no, didn't, it didn't do a lot. Y- y- you know what? What? I was one of those people. Yeah. You're like, hey, what? Why, why are they doing all this talking? Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. one car chase, one little motorcycle chase, and, and that's it. But I... Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Don't sound so put out. But no, fine. Fuck. Go ahead. Whatever no, you want. No, go ahead. I'm, what are you going to say? I was going like, to. Uh, who knows what I was going to talk about? Yeah, I don't know anymore. Not, not something. <laughs> I guess. I personally, I was, um, I was okay with it because you know they were setting up a lot of the next episode. There are certain things you needed to have happen, and, and you know once. Once all these things happen, the one thing that's fun to watch the show uh, and and see what's happening is, well, like, what angle is Gemma going to be playing? Oh, right. And so she finally gets her hands on the letters, and you're like, well, why does she want them? Because it's not like she's really giving them to Clay. His ass is shot up in a hospital. He's not much right. of a threat. Exactly. So what's really going on? And then you notice she goes through the letters, carefully takes one of them out, and now she's got her evidence to pass on to get rid of her husband. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's yeah, messed yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. She she pulls out. Eh, eh, but the thing is, uh, Tara called her on it. Yeah. She's like, I'm smart enough to know that you're not, you know, you didn't show Jax everything. Oh, yeah. I, I You taught me everything. Ooh, mm-hmm. sick burn. Go, Tara. Well, and, now, here's, my, here's my question, Trent. See, this okay. is the reason why I tell you to go, because you t- start talking just as an idea comes to my head, and I'm blurting mine out, too. <laughs> anyway, you're going to have to sit. And, and then our streams get crossed. Never cross the streams. I one problem I have with this show, because mind you, they're relatively close to charming when the motorcycle chase is happening and the one niners are on their six, right? 
Right. That's mm-hmm. a lot of numbers. That sounds dangerously yeah. close to math. Breaker, breaker. They are uh, taking advantage of a traffic jam in order to get away. Right. At which point, then, Jax is pulling out his uh, his 9mm. Right. And he's firing off rounds. The whole time this is happening, I'm like, you know, all of that traffic is just a gigantic line of witnesses. Yep. That this guy on a motorcycle wearing a sweatshirt that says Sam Crow on the front. Yep. I'm like, really? Seriously? This is what well, you would do? Here's the thing, though. They're here's afra- the thing. They wouldn't talk because they're afraid of that the motorcycle gang coming to get them. What? It could come back, and we don't know that or not. It's uh, go back to the second season, and they go into the church and uh, threaten to you know start shooting people up there, and it's just the church. It's uh, you know the, the dude didn't have yeah his his group in there yeah, and then they just kind of oh okay well that that sucks, and then they actually go to prison for it yeah. I mean, and that was a, that was a minor thing that happened, but they, they did call it back. So I don't know. We don't know. But yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, come on, guys. Really? This is what you're going to do. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, obviously they shoot a guy in the face. And so <laughs> there's going to be a police investigation. Yeah. Well, unless the one niners are going to be concerned about the heat and they're going to actually do something to get the car out of there, too. That's the flip side you got to think about. These, right. Yeah. It, this isn't like, oh, the reverend's daughter just got shot. No, this is a gangbanger in the front of a SUV. Right. You know, who's probably got shoved into the back and they quickly got the SUV, SUV off that road and got it somewhere else really fast, cleaned it up, whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, you can't, oh, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I forgot. It's TV. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm putting hey, too much ass. thought into this. It's television. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but no, um, I, I liked what I saw. It's really interesting. But, you know, again, I don't know what kind of payoff we're going to get next week. Right. You know, I just don't because either they are setting up getting rid of Clay or something else entirely is going to happen because you've got the whole Rico investigation happening at the same time. Right. Yeah. And like, did they, I don't think they even got to have their meeting, did they or did they? I don't remember. It's been too uh, long. No, no, they haven't yet. No. Yeah. So they didn't have the meeting that the feds are trying to gear up for busting. So. Right. And, and everyone's gung ho on still having it, you know, uh, the well, oh, and that's and that's the other thing, um, and we don't even know if the cartel what's going on there because Danny Trejo says, "Oh, my my guy knows everything," and and he says, "There's there's nothing going on, so it's not an issue." Now I saw some internet chatter, Trent, and I want to ask you about this. Okay, um, someone seems to think that the feds have an inside guy somewhere else, and could, I'm wondering if if somehow that inside guy is Danny Trejo. Because that was a pretty heavy hand to tip to us where he is, we as the audience know that there is a federal thing going on. Otto has flipped on Bobby and the club. Right. Right. But here Danny Trejo says, no man, I dropped some serious cash. I got the details. Your guy has not flipped. So hmm. that's a heavy card showing right there. But, but, but could he, could he still be? You know, working with the feds and try and kill Tara. Yeah, why not? One part of business isn't is it has nothing to do with the other, right? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Because you got to remember um, the whole reason why, um, or the whole thing they tried to to pitch uh, juice on was the fact that help us and we'll leave your club alone, right? So they could be coming to the cartel because you know what they 
the thing they've said along all along is they want the uh, they want the Irish kings. Yeah, they want. Yeah, they now they want we're the just Irish. talking gibberish. What <laughs> the Irish kings? Danny Trejo and the Irish kings <laughs> that's, appearing that's, Saturday that's, nights right after our pasta primavera bowl. That that would be a great mashup band of uh, like a mariachi <laughs> band and like a, an Irish uh, fiddle band. You know, they come together. Danny Trejo and the Irish Kings. Yeah, I'm telling you. I <laughs> all in all though, it, it seems like Danny Trejo is somehow a rat. Somebody's got to be. Um, did you find it weird when uh, Tara was going around asked, making everyone say that they that she's like, "Tell me you love me." Yeah, that's really weird. But okay. I think that's because. Like I said, she's going into that dangerous Gemmaville. You know what I mean? Well, she's becoming Gemma. And then did did you think it was kind of weird that she smashed her hand all the pieces, you know, uh, after it was in a cast? Well, I think I think she's messed up in the head, Trent. Okay. We, now 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 let's go back, okay? The whole thing is an allegory of Hamlet, which means that she is Ophelia. Okay, she's who, Ophelia. Who is eventually, you know, goes crazy and drowns herself. Uh-huh. And she is being mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole tell me you love me thing seems like she's actually setting things up to kill herself. Which is something, I mean, that's that's almost verbatim what happens in Hamlet. You know, it's when she's, she says things like that to uh, all the different, you know, her father and then to Hamlet himself. So it's, it, I think, I, I really think that Kurt Sutter is going to try and pull everything back into, because, I mean, the, the start of the of the series was very Hamlet oriented, and I think he's going to try and make it full circle in the in this last uh, couple seasons. Well, I have to admit, I'm not very Hamlet literary. I'm not very Hamlet literate. I ain't, I ain't, uh-huh. I ain't never read it. I ain't never watched it. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it, Trent. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this Hamlet. I just know some parts. Some guys talking to a skull. I don't know anything else. The the Animaniacs version of Hamlet. There you go, pretty much. The last Port Uric, I do him well. Whatever. <laughs> Wahoo, that's my Hamlet exposure. Uh, so yeah, my, no, my question, though, is, uh, you know, because, like, what it, what Gemma laid out for Jax, you know, the whole thing with, you know, he he betrayed your father with your father's best friend and then got rid of him. So right. is, does that kind of – well, actually, we don't really know how – or do we know how Hamlet's dad was killed? Uh yeah, he was uh poisoned. Um his uh uh brother his, yeah, his brother and wife poured poison in his ear while he was sleeping. No, his wife didn't even know. She didn't even know what was going on. Okay, so never mind then. But the yeah. Anyway. All right. So I cuz I'm just they they drop, and that was something that went back to what two seasons ago when they found the the guy's body and it was like somebody's father. I don't remember who. Oh, that that might even be the First or second season? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, the mechanic that worked on the bike. Yeah. So he was he was he was found buried with a couple of uh, Mayans. Yeah, but he was somebody's father too. I don't remember whose. Was it well, a club yeah, member? What, no, he was a mechanic, just another mechanic at the shop who was on like crack or something. Oh, that's right. The one that got all okay. And then, you know, he started to get messed up again, started to get loaded. Yep. He's the one that played the mass the bad guy in Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's how uh, I know him. Yeah, I, I saw him. I, I, Nobody knows we're doing a show for ourselves now. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't really I have uh, the nice thing is I have no idea what's going to happen this Tuesday. And I'm happy about that. I'm really happy. No, it's good. It is. It's good. Because I'll sit there and just be entertained. But it it really doesn't. It seems for some reason, 
part of the plan that Gemma has, for some reason, I think she thinks in her head, if she gets Jax to kill Clay, that will cement him being in the club. Yep, That's it'll what, make him take his position at the head. Which is why at the beginning of the episode, she, you know, the doctor's like, do you want to see him? And she says, no, just keep him alive. Because, yeah. you know, I want to send my kid back in to kill him because that way he'll yep. stay with me forever. That's right. weird. But anyway. Well, which, which goes into back to Hamlet. The, 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 there's, there's one scene where Hamlet and his mother almost have sex. What the funk? <laughs> oh, that Shakespeare don't be best up into head, man. That ain't right. <laughs> what? Oh, the phone's ringing. Oh, shit. That's funny. Okay, 50-50 chance. Is it Amy Kins or is it the Adam Wells? What do you think, Trent? I'm going with the Adam Wells. Wrong. It's Amy Kins. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you had a 50-50 shot, sir, and you blew it. Ah, game <laughs> over, man. What's up, Amy? I'm calling sort of. Um, at the request of your fans. What, to shut up about Sam Crow? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I had a very interesting experience on on a place that I think you're familiar with called turntable.fm today. Oh, wow. What happened? Well, I, you know. I, I By the way, I got to tell you, if those of you that don't know, those that uh, follow Kevin Smith on Twitter by listening to Sir, all that jazz, um, he has become fascinated with Turntable FM, which is a really wonderful little platform because you you sign up for it and then you can go into like these rooms and, and you know if the platform is open you can join and you can spin a tune and you know they you know get around copyright issues by making songs available for people to purchase through legitimate venues all that jazz and there's cute little characters to represent you and everything and uh, I I I dropped in to finally check it out I'm like wow this is really neat and the thing that frustrated me is I could never get a place on the platform but anyway go ahead. <laughs> several places on the platform and I, I spin under the, the name of Amykins and somebody popped up in the room this morning and said, Amykins, I love it when you call into NetHeads. What? And, yeah. Oh, snap. That is cool. Yeah. We viable, son. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like, you know, plus for me, plus for you guys. Want to let you guys know. And then... They were very, it was, it was very kind of surreal. And they said, so you have a, like a sneak peek at what you're going to call in and talk about tonight? I hope not. We have no idea what we're going to talk about every damn night. <laughs> when we started this, we would pick out topics. And then what we discovered is that we so ineloquently went between them. them or didn't talk about them. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of well, cool. My very honest answer was probably this experience. There you go. <laughs> and you've said your piece, so go on. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, that, that, Amy, and uh, we all know that fantasy football playoffs are coming. Nah, I don't want to hear about this crap. Forget about the fantasy football. I'm shutting that down, okay? I like being engaged with the audience, and I don't need to be sitting down and taking a break to read some tweets. I, just, I, had to, I, I, I have had an to agenda. Do, I had I have, to you shut up. I have the microphone. Um <laughs> Now, Amy, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> that Willie gets the alcohol in him and he just gets mean. He's a um, mean drunk. Uh, I have a question for you because unfortunately I'm not as enlightened as you. I, uh, and I'm also incredibly self-absorbed. So I was listening to last week's show 
And I remembered one of the things that you mentioned was that there was a very heavy nod to the first movie, the Muppet movie, in The Muppets. You remember saying this? Yes. What the hell was it? Rainbow Connection. Oh, the song? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, they started singing that. I think both my wife and I teared up. Just got all weepy. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? I don't, well, if you had no connection with the first movie, it would be a, you'd be clueless about it. Or if you don't have a soul. No, and I, I actually saw your, that your wife on Facebook said that your daughter was, was extremely bored. Yes. I wouldn't say extremely, but, um, well, at least she never asked me if, when this would be over, so. That's usually the, that's usually the indicator that she's extremely bored. Ah, which she which she wasn't. She didn't ask me if it, when it was going to be over. But okay, okay. So never mind. I did see it. I was shocked that they had Mickey Rooney right in the very beginning. I know. Um, yeah, that's why we were all kind of you know my mother and my sister and I were kind of like, whoa, look, it's Mickey Rooney. And also, but, yeah. uh, what's his name? Because uh, for those that haven't seen the story, you know it's it's like a let's get the band back together kind of story. You know, eventually he's got to run around. They got to run around and get all the other Muppets back for this big telethon they're doing. And when they find Fozzie, he's the you know the stereotypical career of a comedian. He's now doing a small casino in Reno, <laughs> and he's doing it with like a Muppets cover band called the Muppets. The Muppets, yes. But did you notice who and, their drummer was? Yes, Dave Grohl <laughs> as Animal. It was Dave Grohl. I'm like, that's Dave Grohl. This is insane. This is cool. <laughs> Sarah Silverman was a waitress at uh, Mel's Original Diner or whatever. And, uh-huh. You know, it's it's just like a Muppet movie. It's got cameos left and right. Yeah, Dave Grohl's somewhat local to me. He's... he's uh, I think he's still got a house in Arlington, Virginia, which is so like he's, down the road from me. So what you're saying is he's very conveniently stalked by you. <laughs> I, I wish. I find him You know attractive. when he undresses. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying she's obsessed, but, you know. No, I'm kidding. But she, she, she's, she's got his schedule down. <laughs> you guys are mean. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm mean. Trent's actually Stop a nice it. guy. I just make him not talk. Actually, here's the here's the wonderful thing about the way this show is structured. If I ever wanted to, like Trent, tell me something about fantasy football. Um. Okay. See, I just hit this button, and now you can't hear Trent. You can't hear him at all. He's gone. <laughs> and that's him laughing because I've unmuted him. So I have all let's, the let's control. Just about, let's just put this way about my thoughts on Dave Grohl. I would certainly, if I came across him on the street not have a Trent-like reaction. Oh. <laughs> yes! Like that? Something along those lines? That's good to know. Uh, well, thank you very much for putting up with us during your phone call, Amy. I appreciate it. And I'm glad not you're getting, problem, I'm glad you're guys. getting more no, no, uh, notoriety out of uh, NetHeads than I am. That's really, that makes me feel good. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, and, uh, hey, have a great week, and I'm sure we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Laters. And if you want to give us a call the same way that Amy did, you can, 866-610-9455. That number again, 866-610-9455. By the way, Trent, uh, I, I, I wasn't, I just 
wanted to make that point about the mute button because, you know, I don't ever exercise it. That's the whole point. That's the confidence I have in you. Right? Now Trent's taking himself on mute now. So he's trying to convey the fact (laughs) that he has some power in this as well. Need I remind you, you, sir, I'm one tweet and a phone number away from having another (laughs) co-host. I I was hoping that you thought I was still on mute. Oh, why would I do that? I press the button. I've already heard you laugh like a cackling hyena with a thyroid condition. Oh, I do. I do have a pituitary gland issues. Mm-hmm. There you go. True. There you go. <laughs> and uh, v- Venator 2000 pointing out that we now have the show title, which is a Trent like reaction. Very good. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, I don't know if he's listening, but a uh, good friend of the show of the program, Chop Shop Zach. Yeah. Uh, is tweeting along for the netheads. Oh, I saw that. I, I don't know what it was in. I it was in something in reference to the to our good friends, the Muppets, mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. Muppets, not the Muppets. I really got a kick out of that movie, though. I did too. I I mean, I was. I feel sorry for anyone else in the theater while I was watching it. Let's put it that way. For the Trent like reactions that I was having. There you go. I I actually <laughs> had I had a few of those moments where I was kind of embarrassing myself. I. I always think back to the first time I saw the movie The Graduate. Oh, right. No, 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 no. The Freshman. Pardon me. Oh. The Graduate. Graduate's good, too. No, The Graduate's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. But it's not what I'm talking about here. Um, <laughs> the movie's of, the movie, flashes of old boobs don't do it for no, you. No, huh? the movie The Freshman with Matthew Broderick. Near the very end of the film, um, he opens up his passport that they're giving him, and he's got the ridiculous Italian mustache on it, and he says, Rodolfo La Spore. Or Rodolfo Laspori, which is the name of a character from one of the um, Marx Brothers movies. Oh, okay. okay. Like either Duck Soup or A Night at the Opera. And I, at the time, I remembered it because I was watching things way older than I should. And <laughs> I laughed out loud and I was the only person in the theater. And then there's that moment where you recoil, your face turns bright red and you're <laughs> like, oh, God, what have I done? And I had a few of those during watching the Muppets. But just like, like you said, there was hardly anyone there, right? Yeah, that was a nice thing, man. It was great. But I also heard two guys down near the front row doing the same thing. They were laughing at other parts. It made me feel better. Two guys in the front row. You sure that's what they were laughing about? <sighs> I hope. What else could they be there for, right? <clears throat> You're live <throat> with Will and Trent on NetHeads. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I am Alex from California. Oh, okay. Hey. He doesn't want to get more geographical than that. Okay. I am Link669 on Twitter. Yes, sir. And, uh, I feel like you guys just no one bothers to call you guys, and you, there's a lot of people uh, hearing you in 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 the Twitter handle Neheads. Why is no one calling you guys? Well, actually, you got to realize two things. One, we kind of get very topic centric, so everybody may not have a specific opinion about that. Because I don't know if you've noticed, sometimes the Twitter feed really becomes more of like a, a running Mystery Science Theater three thousand commentary on the show, <laughs> rather than an appreciation of the show. Uh, yeah, that's true. So that could be one thing. And then sometimes, too, people don't want to interrupt the pattern that the hosts have. But, you know, uh, to be frank, if anybody hasn't been listening for the past 10 minutes, we've kind of been <laughs> floundering. And when you hear that kind of thing, it's okay for someone like Link669 to call in and voice their opinion, which is By great. So means. I thank you for that. No, no, for no problem. Just, I was just wondering. I was like, these guys are talking. There's sometimes there's a conversation in the Twitter handle and no one's. You know, I guess you guys can be ignored, you know? Yeah, well, well, you know, that's the whole reason why we go on air. We just like the abuse. Um, (laughs) So how did you stumble across the show? 
At least I like the well, abuse. I, I've been I've been here yeah, since day one, yeah, since you guys broadcast, and I heard your abuse skew, and I heard a part of him uh, podcast. Mm. Oh wow! So you're like old school. I like this guy. Wow! And you've been well. I appreciate that. That's a, that's some a long time hanging around in. And Alex has added me on uh, on Xbox Live as well. Wow! Yeah, I am Thing uh, Six Nine, and uh, we have something on Wednesday. Me and Trent. So I was asking everybody from Nehead to all the um, people to ask questions uh, to me so I could ask Trent because I have an interview with him. Oh, <laughs> now I find out what's going on. Okay. I've been replaced. That's just Oh, no, you stop it. You stop it. <laughs> stop it right now. That's true. My people are, um, let's just say they're the weirdest people, so they might ask you personal questions. I'm just letting you know that, Trent. Cause <laughs> Excellent. So, so there's two female co-stars of mine. So be careful with what you say, because they will well, chew you up. I'm I'm pretty sure statute of limitation uh, is is state specific. So I I think I'll be okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Hey, Alex. Thanks for the phone call, man. And good luck on uh, good luck on Wednesday interviewing Trent. All right. Uh, 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 another thing too is yeah. um. Well, did you buy already your Xbox 360? Because I was hoping we we uh, have a conversation in Netflix like uh, last time that Trent did. No, not yet. I'm asking. I'm officially asking for it for Christmas, so I have to wait. Uh, there's there's uh, not going to be an, an early opening of presents. No, well? there are rules. There are protocols. There are uh, you know guidelines that must be followed. Um, I do not know if my Xbox is coming from my wife or from Santa. So you know. It is what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Or you could ask your favorite co- co-host, you know, to keep you in check, you know. He could buy you an Xbox, right, right Trent? <laughs> I like Will, but I don't like him that much. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> but he was willing to buy me a container of propane once, so he's okay I in my I did do book. that. That's true. <laughs> I did do that. But uh, trust me, sir, the moment I do have my Xbox and I'm all signed up and I'm on the network, I will make sure that Trent knows to uh, help me to get you on the uh, the Xbox thingamajiggy. <laughs> Xbox Live, right? That's you, what we're talking about. Yes, just, Xbox Live. That's that's what it is. Yep. You could be hit with the kids nowadays, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'll get the headset on and I'll just start cursing at teenagers. That's all you have to do, man. <laughs> I hear that's the only thing that happens in that Xbox Live. <laughs> we we had an article um, in the UK. Uh, apparently, someone was playing online. Uh, an adult, like he was forty two years old, and went to uh, he was playing you know that Call of Duty crap, and um, basically he found out this kid was talking shit. You know how you know little kids get annoyed. Yeah. So he went and found out where he lives, and he went <laughs> and little kid. Oh man. <gasps> Wow. That's dangerous, man. See, that's why you got to get... And one thing I've learned as a 40-year-old now is that it's just utterly pointless to try and get in an argument with a teenager because somehow they always have the ability to make you feel stupid. Yeah, well, yep. that's, that's nowadays. Shoot. All right, guys, I'll let you guys uh, show. All right, man, don't be a stranger. Commit right that on, number thanks, to memory. Man. You might hear me more often, probably. I'm going to be your third host. Right on. <laughs> Because it's always best to have a pair and a mane. What? I don't know. Have a good one, man. Thanks for the call. See you, man. No. Thanks. And if you want to call in like Alex, it's uh, 866-610-9455. Or 
925 buy one elk. All right, Trent. This is the last week we're going to do this for a while. Yep. Not the show. Talking about something else. Yep. And hold on. Mm-hmm. It's like using a Ouija board or doing an incantation. <laughs> I'm sensing a presence that's going to be coming in any moment. My ears are getting real hot for some reason. Yeah, no sh- Um, The final bit of the show, once again, Walking Dead talk. Yep. Or as I like to call it, uh, the most of the season, it's been the Yawning Dead. <laughs> but uh, they finally came up with an episode where stuff happened. Yes. And Trent. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. I don't yep. even think that's him. Hold on. It could be, though. Let's see who it is. I, f- I forget which line this is now. Darn it. You're live with Will. Will uh, wait, what? Wow. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, Mrs. Kevco2025 from Twitter in uh, Oklahoma. Right on, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Oh, I'm fan freaking tastic. I got that warm <laughs> glow going on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it sounds like it's, uh, it sounds like you're talking through a through a walkie-talkie. Oh, right now? Is that how you're hearing us? That's probably the VoIP thing. Don't worry about it. Just just roll with it. Perfect. You sound great on this end, and that's all that matters. Awesome, awesome. So, what's on your mind? What do you got? Hit me. Um, I, w- I was wondering, what do you think of the uh, upcoming Doctor Who Christmas special? Ooh. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm embarrassed that I referred to it by the wrong title. It's the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. And that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be dropping on uh, Christmas Day. Personally, I can't wait for it, uh, especially since with the uh, end of last season, uh, you know, the doctor said he was gonna be uh, going a little more uh, low profile. So you know, it's not gonna be all out and and blatantly obvious. So you know, maybe this is one of the smaller, bigger stories that we're finally gonna see. Because you know, it's always been with the Christmas specials, it's always been kind of like major stakes at hand and maybe this time now it's going to be dialed back a little bit and, I'm, and that's what i'm hoping for i'm just hoping for a good cute little story more more like more like dr style more david tennant style like no david tennant style what? was always kind of big and boisterous still and i'm looking for a little more subdued but extremely entertaining <laughs> well you know I don't know, man. Like, I, I really like Smith. Like, I, I started out on that and then, like, went back to David Tennant. And, like, there's things I love about both of them. But Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. I, I really I, dig Matt Smith. I, I, I do, too. He Personally, I say he is my doctor. I, I find him. <laughs> he's he's just extremely. Uh, the, the great thing about him is that in his mannerisms, he comes across extremely alien. And it works. You know yeah, what I mean? Weird, quirky thing, yeah. Like in the, uh, oh gosh, when was it? I think it was in the se- second part of the season opener where uh, just as he's leaving, River Song says, where are you going, silly? And then they kiss. And then he starts, uh, you know, he gets weirded out because for him that's the first time they've ever yeah. kissed. And he starts scratching his face, but he uses his left hand to scratch at his right cheek with like a rhythmic pattern using all four fingers. Very yeah. awkward, very alien, beautiful addition to the performance. Definitely. Definitely. I, I like all those weird little things they add to those episodes, you know, like stuff that you, you notice where you can tell he's actually completely out of his mind, like, yep. but he's trying to hold it in. I like all that stuff. Me too, man. Me too. Well, thanks a lot for your phone call. Awesome. We really appreciate it. Hey, man, no problem. I just, you know, you guys are awesome. You know, I like, I, I've, always, I've been listening to you since you guys started, and I don't always get to listen to you, like, live, but I finally got to, so I figured I'd call in and say what's up. 
We appreciate oh, right it. Thanks, anytime man. you do, anytime you get us live, feel free to call in. Right on, man. Hey, thanks. All right, man. Peace out. That's just embarrassing when a white guy says peace out. <laughs> Players stay up. Yeah. Keep it real <laughs> up in the field, all right? I don't I, know what I, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm from Utah. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't get any wider. Let's see what happens when we try and call the Adam Wells back. He knew we were invoking him. Mm-hmm. This is the sound of what a phone sounds like. Guess he doesn't answer when you call him. Mom, answer the phone! He's like, oh, he's going to take a phone call from somebody else. Huh? Screw that guy. Screw you guys. I'm going home. All right, fine. Well, maybe he'll call him. Um, he's got his own. Oh, now he calls back. Oh, there we go. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? There you go. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from? The Adam Wells from Minneapolis. There we go. There we go. All right. So, uh, before the phone call came in from, uh, what was it? Kevin2525, by the way. Thanks a lot, man. Kevin2525 on Twitter. Is that what it was? Yeah. Right. I Kev, uh, oh, shit. Dude, Kev2525. Just... It's on. Go to hashtag NetHead. You can find him in there now. <laughs> Before the phone call came in, I was saying how amazingly, uh, procast, procasted, pro- you guessed really good, Trent, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Prognostication was the word I was just working on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, just like a subtle drop on the way out the door, you just said yesterday, last week's show mm-hmm. about Sophia, she's in the barn. Yep. The question is, did you believe that in your heart of hearts or did you just want to throw that one out there? Uh, I, that, it made the most sense to me. Okay. Great. We've gotten that out of the way. Now, right after the Adam Wells saw last week's episode of The Walking Dead, instantly Twitter was afire. Not only with the people congratulating Trent for, um, guessing correctly where <laughs> Sophia was, but there was also the Adam Wells hoping we could do Walking Dead talk at the top of the show because he had a rant. Yes. I'm almost afraid to ask Adam. Yeah. What did you think? How the hell is Sophia dead and Shane in the in one episode has three chances to die and he's still alive? <laughs> because within because they they need a cancer within their group, that's why. But they can just invent some new cancer. They have a comic book full of characters. That are better cancers than Shane. Lori could have stabbed him with a knife. Dale could have shot him with a gun. Rick could have let go of the zombie and just had him kill his ass before he opened the barn. Mm-hmm. But no. Shane gets to live a little bit longer. Yep. Just a, just a little bit. Now here's, I hope a little bit longer. Here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, because it just had a, there's no, pardon my language, but there was just a whole lot of shit going on, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Stuff happened, which can't be said for the last episode. Yeah. I mean, aside from, uh, you know, Daryl apparently is just a quick turncoat whenever he wants to be, but that's fine. More power to him. Um, but for me, I really enjoyed it until that last moment where, you know, they had what I referred to as the, uh, the zombie gun show. And then <laughs> after that, you know, we hear the grunts and instantly my head drops because I know Sophia's about to walk out of the barn and I'm never going to hear yep. the end of it from Trent. Yep. <clears throat> At which point then she came walking out. And my first reaction was this is audience manipulation bullshit. How did they not 
freaking know that there was a little girl in the barn if they're keeping zombies in the barn? Because Otis was the one who kept track and did all of that stuff. Yes, thank goodness I watched The Talking Dead because Robert Kirkman brought up that one line that I missed because I was watching the show while wearing headphones while trying to avoid my house guest. Um, <laughs> and I didn't hear that one line. I, that, and that was a very pivotal line because at that moment, so the whole thing was, if you think about Otis's lifetime on the show, Accidentally shoots Carl through the deer. Mind you, by the way, uh, he shot a deer. He saw a deer, didn't even see Carl. So there shouldn't have been a lot of guilt there, personally, my opinion. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not like he shot Carl thinking he was a deer. No. Well, I mean, you say, you say that though, having not shot a child. Yeah. Okay. Granted. <laughs> I, I'll give you that one. But anyway. <laughs> So there's that, and then the the child is has been shot. The child's not going to make it. Oh, we need this thing, and we can get it from here. So it's been all about trying to keep Carl alive. And then, you know, Shane and Otis go to uh, get the stuff. Otis becomes zombie chum, chum. Shane gets back. So there was never a chance to say, oh, by the way, we're also missing a little girl. At which point then Otis could have gone, oh, um, yeah, been meaning to mention to somebody. Yeah. This morning, uh, just yeah. pulled a little girl out of the muck. Yep. So, uh, so at that point, then my anger quickly went away and I'm like, well, that was a pretty good episode then. But then it goes back to being Shane's fault again. Technically, yes. Once again, something bad that happened was they had false hope all this time because Shane had killed Otis and they never knew that, that Sophia was in the barn. The thing is, though, we don't have the governor yet, so we need someone else to be the bad guy. Yeah, and personally, when you read the stories from the comic books, I think the governor is too big for the AMC scope right now. Mm -hmm. Especially with yeah, Breaking Bad still many, on the air. I won't, I won't spoil yeah, it, but yeah, there's too many point. special effects that have to come into play that I don't think AMC is going to want to deal with. Yeah, especially, well, if they carry out every... I think I've made mention on the show. No, no, that was in conversation just with Trent. Never mind. Cause we always have a, some, like a talk after the show. And that's one of the things I said, like, dude, that ain't never going to happen. Cause then no. they got to do this the whole time. Um, yep. so yeah, I mean, there is, there's plenty of stuff that can happen there. And plus there's ramifications of what happened here. But like that was a, that was a big detour from the comics from me. And I was just like, wow, that's harsh. But if you think about it, too, think about the interesting parallels that happen. When the show first opened, the first images we saw in the first season, Rick rolling up in his cruiser. No, wait a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was no. that, right? Yeah, it was. He is Rick rolling up in his cruiser to a gas station. Yeah, trying to yep. find gas. And then there's a little girl shuffling. Yep. We see she's a zombie. He clocks her. And I'm sure every one of us nerds go, oh, my gosh, that's so messed up. Yep. Whereas now... It's like, oh, kill the little bitch. No, no, that was the first time, Trent. No, Not no, I'm time. saying, but now, now we're saying. Now like, we're just like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh. You know what I mean? Are we, are we still though? Well, I mean, yeah. Cause it was, it, if you think about it, you know, they had no problem gunning down all these zombies because these were people they didn't know, but they were people that Herschel knew. And then suddenly, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Suddenly the page is turned on him. And now Sophia comes out and they're suddenly in Herschel's footsteps or in Herschel's shoes. Nobody wants to do what needs to be done now because, oh my gosh, that's Sophia. This is horrible. What do we do? Well, does, do you think that, uh, Sophia's mother is now going to become suicidal just like, um, Carol in the comics? Name? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but just like so, uh, whatever the girl's name is that's hooking up with Shane now that had to kill her sister. Yeah, good and- point. Stop slamming your desk, Trent. <laughs> it might be a two-liter full of something. Okay. So anyway, uh, what do you got, Adam? Uh, you were saying something when his and desk slammed. Also, um, oh, oh, over on my podcast, my co-host Mandy brought up, or no, 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 no. This was a conversation I had with a friend that the women are badly written. Like they're not. They're just all batshit crazy on this show. Yeah, I think even uh, if you're if you listen to. Uh, the Smod Coast Morning Show, even uh, uh, Jennifer Schwalbach brought that up. It's just these women are are horribly portrayed. They are horribly written. You know, it's like, oh, the little girl is missing. I'll stay here and do the laundry while you men go do the work. You know what I mean? The And the only one that's really emerging up to anything right now after her suicidal period is Andrea because now she's good with a gun. She's found her, her hidden gift. And so well, she's... Apparently, too. Oh, yeah. Well, it- Part of the problem is, though, they, they've reverted back. I, I think it's almost a commentary on what happens when society dissipates and, and you go back to these uh, patriarchal units. Rick is in charge. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, no one wants to do anything without Rick. On the other side, you know, um, the, 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 the vet is in charge of that patriarchal unit. Um, and so maybe, maybe there is actually, I don't know. I, I think Kirkman is, is too smart to just be like, I'm going to stay and do the laundry. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure, though. I mean, I haven't been impressed with it so far. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, luckily we get a break from the annoyingness, annoyances that it's caused watching. But you, but we all still tune in. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's true. I still like the show, but man, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. This, this, that's the other problem with this. Uh, Cause, you know, like I said, when she came shuffling out, still it is a bit of audience manipulation. It really is. So, what what's going to happen on the downside of this hill that we've reached now? So, you know, there's a back six that we've got to watch. But what's going to happen? Because really now it's just going to be it's either a conflict with Herschel or it's a conflict with Shane or both or neither. I mean, what's it going to be? Where do we go from here? Because now if you think about it, there's nothing keeping able to keep them on the barn now. No excuse to be in that geographical region. Right. Nothing. So what's going to happen next? I don't know. Is is that rhetorical or do you, do you want me to tell you? Because I'm, I'm really good at guessing what's coming next. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Enlighten <laughs> us, Trent. <laughs> By the way, uh, somebody had a great comment on the on the, the ye old Twitter stream. Where was that one? Uh, no, 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 no. Nope, I'm not going to find it. Never mind. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts, Trent. Quick, go. Um, I, no, that was just a reference to me guessing where Sophia was That's in the all. barn. Well, because no. and I really had a problem with that until that thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have anything. Never mind. All right. I saw yep. some great. Well, what do you got, Adam? Come on, rock me. Um. Well, you for some reason every the last two weeks you've called it goes out for like a minute, but I've got it back now. I can hear you guys. But anyway, I'm curious what will happen if if we'll see Herschel just freak out when we when it comes back in November, and will the story move on to a new location? I'm personally hoping it is um only because well, like I said, there's nothing to really logically to hold them there now uh and yeah. i and I really don't know what is gonna be going on with Herschel because I don't know about you i I think 
he was kind of really confronted with the truth, even though Shane was being a blatant asshole. He really kind of said, you know, regardless of your faith, anytime anybody you've known that's been alive, can they survive this? And the fact is, you know, any rational thinking person at that point would be like, no, they can't. So, you know, look to another part of your Bible, sir. I think there's another part that tells about this, and it ain't going to be the part you like. <laughs> so so I have a funny fa- – and plus we saw like in previews, they, they were talking about stuff coming up, or maybe that was there in the Talking Dead. But, uh, you know, Herschel was reaching for a flask, if that tells us anything. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, we just got to keep waiting to find out. Well, anyway, yeah, Adam, thanks I'm a lot okay. for your phone call, sir. Yeah. And one last question. Trent, did you see the yes. Red Band trailer of the Tim and Eric movie? No, not yet. It just, it's on IGN. You can post it. I'll, I'll link it yeah, to you link on Twitter. It. It's, it's more, it, we, we see more of the story. Other than oh, that, good, 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 good. I'm sorry. I know. I just parodied myself. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. You folks have a good week. You too, sir. Yeah. And don't forget to check out the Adam Wells on the Guy Geek and a Gal podcast. Uh, is that yes. a guygeekandagal.com? I don't know the website. Okay. It's all right, man. Um, Neither it's do on I. the iTunes, I know. It there can... you go. Do a search that way. That's the easiest way. Do it on the iTunes. Yeah, I, I got to admit, man, when she was in there, because I, I had the biggest problem with her being in there because, like, somebody would have said something. You know what I mean? So that one, right. that one little detail that I didn't get to hear while watching the episode because I was being annoying. Um, <laughs> you know, it would have been nice because I, I wouldn't have been right. standing there going, what the f-? No. <laughs> this is bullshit. That's Bush League. <laughs> uh, Fat Man 2124 says, am I the only person that think they may not do the prison part of the comics? I personally don't think they will. Too grand oh, in scope. I, I know, but it would be so great. Well, then again, I mean, uh, the only, uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually, I don't think it'll be so great. I've recently been rereading the run. Uh, and, okay. And right now I, I just finished the segment where, um, well, you know, just to give you some scope, it's Rick's talking to the phone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, and personally, not a lot really happens during the prison stuff. I mean, it has little bits here and there, but uh, I don't know. Well, and, and that's why I think that they will do it because, uh, essentially, it could be fairly low production costs. Uh, yeah, but they have to find a prison for that, sir. They ha- they, hey, they found empty towns that they were able to wreck. Uh, that's just a neighborhood they said dressed, man. Come on. <laughs> that just took some Teamsters like five hours to get done. That was over. <laughs> Easy. You can, t- you can turn anything into a prison, Will. Actually, that's true. And technically speaking, but, you know, they're, I guess they're getting an incentive for shooting in Atlanta or something, right? Yes. Yeah. So, because uh, I'm sure there actually, now that you mention it, there are probably plenty of places that could dub as a as a prison. So, mm-hmm. uh, but still, I don't know. A lot of interesting things do happen because I don't know about you. I think a lot of people are like, "Where's McCone? Come on!" Yep. Yep. But then again, is that really an interesting character? I don't know because TV is a much different medium. It really is. We've, it is. We've it seen is. the and, differences and, now. And that's and that's why a lot of times when you talk to people who have never read a comic book in their life they've really enjoyed the show yeah but and 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 gosh knows i do even though the the pilot episode really was like a love letter to the comic book series oh man and in my opinion that pilot episode's still been the best yeah up until the point where you know the walkie-talkie hey you idiot in the tank it's like what wait we just switched here <laughs> something something changed what's going on right 
<laughs> router ninja's pointing up they turned a concert venue into the cdc for fuck's sake good point <laughs> and uh soundbite nation also brings up empty prison in whittier california where red state was shot yeah, i was gonna say perfect. that too but i didn't know if that area was still available for filming or if it got like shut down or sacrificed or whatever because that's oh, a part right. of california where like you know i think you basically get to shoot for free you yeah yeah it's, it. yep mm-hmm. so yeah there's a prison there but uh they're supposed uh-huh. to be in the South. I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. We don't. That we, we don't. And that's why we'll tune in. Yeah. Oh, the Adam Wells brings up, we can't have McComb without introducing Tyrese. Well, that's easy. Hey, we're on the road. <laughs> Look, there's another group of people. And that's the thing I think the comic book has had a lot of that this, this hasn't been able to focus on yet because so far in their road trips, they haven't really come across many other people. Herschel's farm was the first interaction that this core group we've been following has had with anyone else. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the comic book series, much like you would expect in real life, when things have gone to shit, you know, it's, it's rough living out there. There's no other way to put it. So, right. you know, that's another way that the TV show could go, you know, if they do get the boot from Herschel's land or what have you. Or if they decide to leave or, or whatever, you know, there's that, that drasticness that can happen. But, you know, we kind of really saw that recently in Falling Skies as well. So will it play out yeah. again quickly? I don't know. Yep. God, I forgot about Falling Skies. I know. W- will you t- tune back in? I will only to see what kind of bullshit they try and play off for coming back. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because personally, I don't know about you guys, but one of our people went off with the enemy and now he's back one round <laughs> to the head. That's all nope. I got. Sorry. You you lost your chance, dude. It's you, over. Done, you done been compromised. Game Bye-bye. over, man. Pretty much. Well, uh, Trent, looking at the clock, man, we are we are done. We're done, though. Stick a fork in us. We are done. Uh, if, you wanna, uh, if you want to enjoy the experience after the fact, always... You can throw the hashtag NetHeads, uh, listen while you, uh, listen to y- your, uh, episode you've gotten from iTunes or from smodcast.com. Don't forget on iTunes, give us a five star rating because it's the nice thing to do. And, uh, don't forget you can also follow Trent on Twitter at a part of him. I'm NetHeadWW and the show is NetHeads on air. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. In the meantime, like I just said, my name is Will. And like he just said, my name is Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads here on Sir. Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. Netheads. Netheads. File transfer. Netheads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.